song is about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Today is Wednesday, April 8th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I host a little show called This Joe Batanz. I'm going to be honest with you about something. Today is not really Wednesday, April 8th. Today is actually not a different day. But Wednesday, April, and I actually recorded an episode, but it was so boring, I brought in Lori Rockingham. We're going to redo it right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. said yesterday was April 8th, 2020, and I recorded a really boring episode where I was like, blah, 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 blah. So to spice, in, to spice things up, I brought on uh, the official mistress of the show, Miss Lori Rockenkamp here on, uh, hello, Lori. Hello. Hello. Now, what I was talking about something. We, Lori and I are recording a series of this Joe Batanz episodes today, and I was talking about something, and I said, oh, let's just save it for the next episode. Do you remember what that was? No. Was it the Amazon packaging? But we can talk about that. <laughs> and we also need to talk about, uh, we'll talk about <clears throat> the next episode. Okay, let me write down what I'm talking about the next episode right here. I know what that is. I know what that is. Um, I don't remember. But let's, But so anyway, so my parents are afraid of getting like, Instacart deliveries and all this drama, right? Yeah. What? What is? Because what is your aunt's relationship with this whole thing? My aunt is afraid of anything except for Amazon. Amazon Prime delivery. Like I'm ordering from Whole Foods tomorrow mm-hmm. because uh, I'm getting lactate milk, mm-hmm. and it's Amazon doesn't have lactate milk right now, and Whole Foods delivers, and they do, mm-hmm. and she's freaking out about it. Oh, She's shit. like, you have to leave the packaging outside. You can't. You have to bring the groceries in one at a time, clean them. Oh my! God. But that's not at all what she does with Amazon. Amazon, for some reason, is, why Amazon, is why is Amazon okay? I don't even know. And to be honest with you, I feel like she should be more careful with Amazon because mm-hmm. it just seems like they're they're real. I think it's because they're so busy that they're like really laxing in their the way that, like they like the bags are all ripped. Like we we've been ordering like dairy and ice cream and stuff and they're coming not even in cool packaging like they mm-hmm. used to bring them in like those packaging with like an um i wonder if they've run out i, I probably i mean i'm not saying it's there i'm just saying that that and so yeah i don't know i don't but, know but why there's, all but there's, of a sudden like anything that comes in this house has to go through like an entire to the point where i've gotten actually very upset because like i i bought some okay so if I, when I when I have gone to the supermarket or Target or something like that, the rule is I have to leave everything in the garage. Then she and my dad go with masks and gloves into the garage to disinfect it. Now, I'm not entirely sure what they're doing, but when I'm getting my things back, particularly things that are in cardboard packages, they look like they've been dunked in a tank of water. They're, you know that real warp, wrinkly thing that you get when you like yeah. soak cardboard in water? And my mom is spraying these things with it, like to the point that they're drenched in bleach. 
and this is food, you know. This is, and, and I get really upset. And she's just like I to, like I was talking about. If you confront her about this, she just doesn't say anything. She stares straight ahead and just blinks. And and my my mom has this thing that really drives me crazy. Where she, if she becomes self aware of her problem, she firmly believes. And I want I want to see your thoughts on this. She firmly believes that because she's identified it, that means that that everybody has to now live with it. So let's say she, she said this. She goes, Joey, you don't understand. I'm a control freak and I have to have my way. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's that's like, all older. I feel like that's an – there's a generation of people that just feel like because you're self-aware that automatically exempts you from any repercussions. Yeah, but that, like, that doesn't mean because you're a control freak that therefore – Joey, I'm a control freak, so just do what I want because I'm a control freak. And if I don't, because then I'm the dick because I, yeah. didn't, I didn't acquiesce to her psychological problem. I have – this is the same thing. My aunt, my aunt does the same thing to me. We have two things that she hates because – one thing I always say is because she'll she'll like just like get in a pissy mood, mm-hmm. and I'll be like and 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 I'll be like what's wrong? And she's like I am so tired of you asking me what's wrong. I I am not upset. I'm just upset with you asking me questions. And I'm like first off I asked you one question, mm-hmm. and you know, and then like five minutes later she'll be like why can't you ever unload the dishwasher right when it's clean? Why do you always have to wait and unload the dishwasher? And I'm like, okay, so there was something wrong, yeah. and you and you were just being you were being a bitch about it for no reason. She's like, I was not, I, I I was not upset about that, and I was like, you were upset about it. I go, Kathy, I'm not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. She hates that, but it's true. I'm not a mind reader, and my aunt walks around the house thinking that I'm just going to be able to pick up on every little thing that she <coughs> says. Mm-hmm. The second thing she does is she'll just freely admit. She goes, oh, I'm, I just like I like I'm just really um um, you know I'm I just uh. Basically, I'm a control freak. I'm mm-hmm. just a control freak. I just like having a thing. And I go, well, I'm a serial mass murderer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to stop killing. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, I'm just like, what? That doesn't ma- That doesn't make any sense. Then you work on that. Then you go like, you know what? I have control issues. I need to let go. Yeah. It, it's, uh, now, I, don't, I, I don't get the sense that your aunt's particularly religious. Like, literally right now as we speak, my parents are, oh, but here's a weird thing, too. I texted my brother about this. She's hypocritically religious, as is all of my family. Oh, okay. They only throw religion out when they want to feel superior. Oh, That's no, my it. mom's constantly talking about religion. But yet, I actually think, and I think this is sort of like, even though I was raised Catholic and I, and I don't necessarily hate the um, um, the beliefs of the Catholic Church. What I'm saying, though, is there's a large segment of the Catholic Church, and I think my parents are part of it, where, and it, see, my dad, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I believe is on the spectrum, much like you, Lori, of, <laughs> of Asperger's. And and a lot of things with Asperger's is they're very into, like, rules, and you have to do things a certain way, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's one of my dad's things. And so... Oh, yeah, like, you're never about doing things a certain way. Okay. Wait, what? I said you're never about doing things a certain way. Okay. You're very loosey-goosey, Joe. I didn't you're say very... I was. No, 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 no. Wait till Ugh. you get to my example here. Okay. okay. Which is... I've always thought this, but I think my dad thinks that because he stands up at the right time and says the right prayers at the right time and goes to church, like, that means you go into heaven. If you just go, do, 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 and follow this recipe, you go to heaven. It doesn't matter if you're a shitty person. It doesn't matter. As long as you do this checklist, you're going to go to heaven. Okay? And what's funny is yesterday my parents were talking about how, like, this is Holy Week because Easter's on Sunday. And... 
on Wednesdays, you're supposed to go to confession. And what's funny, my mom goes, I go, why don't the priests do confessions on the phone? And my mom goes, Joey, if they did that, they'd be on the phone all day. And I go, that's their job. Yeah. Right? And um, then my dad says, you know, now that I think about it, if I have the catechism right, if you just say the act of contrition exactly, perfectly, then all your sins are forgiven. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, my God. So I texted my brother. I go, I think dad thinks that, like, like being Catholic is like a book of spells, like Harry Potter. And if you just say the right spell in the right way, then this magic thing happens, you know? Um, well, that's all, that's, that's all religion is. It's all about, it's a cult. I mean, it's essentially, I mean, I can go into a whole thing. But religion is a cult. I mean, the only difference between a cult and a religion is that the the main person of the religion is now dead. So you know, I don't it, think it, I don't think you know what a cult is. I know what a cult is, and I know what a religion is. I don't think it's all about rules and regulation. You 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 give people specific rules to follow, and you regulate what they can do, and and then all of a sudden they feel like because if they do these, if they follow the rules and regulation, then magically some some you know magical llama from the sky will come down, and and you know give them a better life. All right. Well, I'm not going to get into a, a religious argument with you right now. Go ahead. Because I'm right. Um, no. So, I mean, but that's, you know, my aunt does the same thing. My aunt, like whenever she's talking to a friend, her, her friend, Mickey, who's like super Catholic Mm -hmm. and has like battled cancer twice. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, she, she has a right to believe in God because she's gone through cancer treatment twice. But my aunt will always be like, God bless you, Mickey, at the end of the conversation. And she'll be like, well, I'm glad that I was able to help her. And I'm like, what? Yeah, Mommy. yeah. It's it's. But what's funny is my, <clears throat> I've thrown it back in my my when I started undergrad prep. My parents were furious. That's the thing that makes me laugh. That's why it makes. Let me tell you this. I, I was actually a devout Catholic until two thousand and eight. And why do I know it's two thousand and eight? Is because I was going to the same Catholic church that Kobe because Bryant. That's when to. Obama was elected. And when, well, close. Yeah, I went to the same Catholic church that Kobe Bryant went to. Right, so I know that okay. church well. That's why I live in Newport. Okay. And I was there at the time of the election. Yes, that's why you're being funny, but it's true. I was there at the time of the election, sitting in church at mass. Okay, saying, "Please don't let Obama win." Please, <laughs> no, no. And the priest got up and said, "You know, the, it was the end of mass, right?" Uh huh. And he said, "All right, well, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, there's a, a a church social next week, and you know, make sure and buy donuts or something like that." And then he goes, "Oh, and we have prop eight, uh." Uh, we have uh, yes on Prop 8 signs at the front of the church. Pick one up to put in your lawn. And I went, now look, I wasn't a dummy. I knew the Catholic Church was against and was promoting Prop 8, right? Yeah. But I was like, there's a reason for a separation of church and state, right? And it was, and I know this particular priest in this particular church, but I was like, fuck that. I was like, done, right? And so I, I it, so it, what's funny is I walked away from the um the the mass part of it but i don't I haven't stopped believing the tenets of the of the faith however the problem is a lot of catholics they're into the the dressing all the little things around the faith but then yeah. was, but like so anyway when my when i started undergrad prep i um when i started undergrad prep i 
really was like, I want to do something good. And I had, I was so fucking broke. I was so broke. When I decided to do undergrad prep, when I was, when I was wrapping up, and I, don't, I, don't, I haven't talked about it this much, and I'll talk about it right now. But for four months, I've talked about this a little bit because I'm so ashamed. I'm so embarrassed. But for four months, four months, literally exactly four months to the day. You were a prostitute? I was a prostitute for the Uber company. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. I drove for Uber. And what's funny is I wish I wasn't so ashamed of it because I have so many Uber stories. I've probably forgotten more than I remember, you know, but because every day I would have a brand new amazing story I would tell my friends. Okay. Yeah, I can only imagine. And you were doing it in Newport, right? No, 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 no. I did in L.A. This is when I was living in L.A. Oh, okay. When I was living in L.A., I was flat fucking broke. Flat broke. I needed Uber to pay my rent. Okay. And yeah, uh, I was, fl- and that's why I was. I've been, I've talked about this now. This is not. This is sort of like the Republican in me coming out. But where, like, what I don't get is, just today numbers came out that six million people filed for unemployment. Okay. Yeah. And last week it was four. So there are ten million people out of a job. They just lost their jobs, right? Instacart is desperate, desperate for drivers, right? Oh, that's what we were going to talk about with the Instacart Mike Lawson thing. So good. It brought me back to you. Here's what we were going to talk about. Well, I'll, I'll, I know where you're going with this, and I have a counter-argument for you. Well, but, you know, yeah. I, no, it's, Mike Lawson had – not a counter-argument, but he had an explanation. But what's your counter-argument? Is that – for example, I signed up with Instacart. I signed up to be a driver, mm-hmm. and I signed up with Instacart, and my aunt was like, no, you're not going into stores with other people yeah. and then driving around and delivering to strange people. Yeah. You could become you could become susceptible to the virus. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly why. People, people, yeah, Instacart needs people, but also the whole reason why people are not working is because they're told to stay home. So why would you automatically then go <laughs> out not and working be around their a bunch job, of people? Wait, no, wait, hold on. They're not working because their jobs laid them off. That's why they don't <clears> work. <throat> but, that's, but that's the argument that Mike Lawson made is that at this stage, we might see it soon, but at this stage, people are still getting their severance pay from their jobs. They're still getting unemployment. And so they're trying to they're, – they're thinking, I'll ride this unemployment checkout until um, this is over because my job might come back, you know? Yeah. And once it's yeah. all over. So they're just waiting it out. But anyway, but when I was flat broke, I would but, – but that's what I was – the point – the story I was going to tell was Mike Lawson was telling me about this Nextdoor app, right, which my parents mm-hmm. have Nextdoor. I would so do this, but my, again, like you, my parents would like go like, I don't give a shit, and I don't think you do either. I would just take precautions, but my mom's like, my parents are like, you'll kill us. No, 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 right? Yeah. And so, um, but I would do the next door thing. I would do the next door thing because you make so much more money because Instacart just rips you off as a driver. But yeah. Mike Lawson said on next door, people are going on there and saying, listen, I'm going to Costco, right? Uh I'm going to go tomorrow at 10 a.m., give me your list, and I'll charge you like 10 bucks, right? And I will pick up the things for you. Well, imagine if you have a bunch of people and they're each paying you 10 bucks. You can make in at least $100 or so just for your trip yeah, to Costco. but it's then your- you got to spend a whole bunch of time at Costco. I don't give so. a shit. Oh, see, I would hate that. Oh, I don't that give a shit, right? Man. And then I'd go and pack, and that's for the day. I just made it. I'm not doing anything. Well, no, I podcast, but... um but I, I would, and I would only do it once a week. I would use it to buy, and I would use it for like extra shit money, right? Here's the thing with the Uber thing. I didn't mind actually if I didn't have to pay my rent. Like there are all these weird caveats. If I didn't, if I didn't need the money, if I wasn't like, oh my god, I have to do, I have to drive or I'll not be able to pay rent. If I didn't need the money, if I had a beat up car I didn't care about, and if 
the insurance was for, for some reason reasonable. I would totally do Uber. I actually kind of liked it for the stories and meeting people. I liked it. I actually, it energized me, right? Yeah. Whenever it was fun. But like the days when you have to do it and, be, and you have to drive at the, at the peak times. Like actually what I would really do if I drove for Uber is I would wake up. Those are my favorite times. I would wake up at four in the morning. You know, on one day a week, Friday, I usually did Fridays, right? Because they offered more money one day a week. On, I don't know why. On Fridays, they would offer, you know, double the money if you drove, if you got up at four in the morning. Yeah. And you'd get an airport ride, right? And um, best case scenario, the person's chatting. You talk to them on the way to the airport and you just made a hundred bucks, you know? Uh, worst yeah. case scenario, they don't want to talk. So you listen to some music or a podcast and you drop them off at the airport. You go home, you're done. You made a hundred bucks, you know? Yeah. And, um... And I would totally, just one ride. I would do one ride to the airport. Four in the morning, there's nobody on the road. There's no traffic. The people are generally actually in a good mood because they're not late or anything. They just have to get somewhere. Yeah. Um, they're pretty mellow. I would do, oh my God, I love those rides. Or, or actually like, um, I would. I loved taking people places. So like, um, so I would never drive late at night unless, again, unless I needed the money, you know. I have horror stories from that. But like, but like on Friday nights, or Saturday nights taking people yeah. to the party? Great. Amazing. They're in a good mood. They were excited to go out. Whatever. But yeah, no, I'm ashamed that I drove for Uber. Have you ever driven for an Uber or Lyft or anything like that? No, because I live in, I, I drive a lot anyways because mm-hmm. of, uh, I live, you know, in Orange County and I drive up to LA a lot. And mm-hmm. so just putting more mileage on my car just yeah. didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, if I lived in LA. Yeah, I lived, see, I lived in <clears throat> literally like, like when you get an Uber car, I, I talk to the drivers, and often they'll come from somewhere to go to LA. Like in other words, their commute is to go to LA to start work. Where I live yeah. in LA was like by West Hollywood, so all I did was just go like, "Meh, I'm trying to work," and I would sit at home until I got a call, and then I would take the call and go jump in my car and leave. You know? Yeah, I lived in LA, or if I lived in LA, and again, like not because not because of a shame factor, because I don't I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, but. <clears throat> because um, I just don't like you were saying. I just don't think financially it's worth it, it's beneficial to make it your main job, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that if if it was like a part time job, yeah, I would do it. But it would never financially be. I would never be able to. And also, like, I'm just not. I'm not. I, I know it's going to sound shocking. I'm not that much of a people person, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I feel like. If I got, if I did it, I would have like one person be like, you don't have water. And I'd be like, get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> like, I, so like it, it would just, it would just become one of those things. And then also I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do like, maybe I would get up early like you, but I wouldn't, I don't know if I would be able to do that, sustain that. Cause I'm just not an early bird. And mm-hmm. I'm also like, not somebody who likes dealing with drunk people a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh so no, I, I never dealt be- with the drunks. Never. So it would be like it would be like daytime. It would be like people from work and stuff. And so then then you would have to deal with traffic. And so it just, I just feel like it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to pick like a good time to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't know. I just don't think it would be um, beneficial. I've always been like, if I could be a driver for like a food delivery service, because then you don't have to really talk to people. You just drop off the food. Yeah, I did that for a little bit. But, but that's what's um, funny. That's what's funny about. But here's, I would never do Uber Eats or anything. Like that. I'll tell you why. I actually talked to an Uber Eats guy once, uh, and he said it would be cool if you didn't have to get the drinks. 
But the problem with the drinks is you have to go in and fill the drink order. The restaurant won't. So then you have to go in and you have to get three Diet Cokes, one Cherry Coke. We have to do, you have to do all that and then carry them in your car and blah, 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 do all that. Uh, it sounds awful. If it was just you just pick up the food and you go, that'd be great. That's why like Instacart might be good. You're just picking up the groceries for them. You know? Yeah. Instacart would be good, but then I don't like grocery stores. So I'm like, you know, I'm a very prickly person. So yeah. it's like I have a lot of things that I'm like, eh, I don't know. But again, I, I think if it, if I lived in LA, I would have a different thought prop. My my girlfriend and I were always <coughs> like, if if we both live together, mm-hmm. and we, you know, maybe we would do like Instacart together, because then mm-hmm. I would just oh, yeah, be the driver, and mm-hmm. she would go into the store. Yes, you know, or one person gets the drinks, the other person gets the food. It's not that bad. You're right. Yeah. So that that was something we thought we talked about. So maybe when we live together. Yeah. But. All right. Very good. Um, I'll never do. I was so embarrassed. I was so. Oh, it's awful. Awful. Why? I why, hated it. I, w- I kind of would like to know more about why you were so embarrassed. We can talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow, Lori, on on March 9th. I'm sorry, okay. April 9th, 2020. But right now, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, right here on this Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media.